Hello, ACL Nation. Welcome in to Bagging and Bragging. This is a show where Mish and I are going to talk about what's going on in the cornhole world, getting you ready for the 2023 season. We're going to be bragging about what's going on in our lives. We're going to have interviews with people that are relevant about what's going on. And we're also going to have a lot of fun along the way. Michelle, welcome. How are you doing? Yes, let's go. This has been in the works for a minute. I'm excited. <laughs> this is the official version of the Wally and Me show. Yeah, Still we we, we, we teased it and we teased it and we teased it and it's here. You're I'm welcome. Excited. So yeah, first you know, thing Wally, that we're going to be bragging about is we got our show. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know about I don't know about you, but I mean, daily messages about the Wally and Me show. I mean, I can't keep the people away. That's how much they wanted this show. I'm just it's, kidding. It's I got so, no it's so weird. Everyone's like in high demand over Mish and K9 now. You know, they <laughs> they want us to do ACL live. They want us to do around the ACL. I mean, I think, we're I think they just I think that maybe or it's just because we're good friends and they sense the vibe. We're I just, like the vibe. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It does work. I'm excited. Looking forward to, I guess, a weekly show. We're going to be uh, bringing you guys highlight clips from the previous opens. We got some catching up to do, so we're going to start off uh, with the Rock Hill Open in South Carolina. That's when I was in Cancun, so I was not on the mic for that one, but Mike, uh, Jake, and Allison all did a great job holding that one down. And um, we're going to catch up. We got five opens underway, getting ready to head into Myrtle Beach. I'm looking forward to the team's draft, and I think that presentation that we're going to put on is going to be amazing. We can be heading the microphone in between Jeff and Bernie, trying to keep them wrangled. <laughs> it should be fun. It should be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Trey and I are going to be pushing some buttons, but uh, let's uh, let's in get the, the truck. Bragging. You guys are in the truck. Yeah, we're, All right. we're in the truck behind the curtain. <laughs> but it is time to be bragging. So, what is this segment about, Wally? This is where we're talking about what we're happening, what's happening in the cornhole world. You know what we're bragging about. Um, for me, as you can see in the background, I'm bragging about my sponsors. I'm happy that we had enough people believe in me to hop on board to keep me going this entire season. So we got a new microphone, got some new headphones, got a new camera. I'm looking pretty fleakable, if I'm so say so myself. Yeah, <laughs> that's and, pretty uh, cool. Other thing I'm definitely um, happy about is that uh, Facebook followers and subscribers those are underway i i can't say enough about the love and support that i received throughout this last year i don't know about you mish but my following has grown immensely since acl brought me on board and i think it's all worked out for the best yeah the people love themselves some wally i don't know why and i'm and i don't know why you take offense to this but you you put me to sleep, but in the best way possible. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like all cozy on the couch. I got ACL cornhole TV on watching cornhole. I'm listening to Wally and I just got to drift off for a little bit. Like come back. There's we Wally can't do again. it during this show. We got business to attend to. <laughs> no reason to take offense. Okay. I, I so promise. I guess that means that you're comfortable with me. Yeah. Relaxed. Yes. Okay. You got a soothing, relaxing voice. At least voice. soothing. <laughs> I don't mute you, okay? Yeah, yeah. I could be muting you. That's a good point. That's a good point. So yeah, go. I I, uh, I think we crossed over 10,000 followers recently. So heading into the new year, I'm actually going to do a huge giveaway. So um, Yeah, we're going to be giving away at least one item from all the sponsors behind me, as well as some extra canine unit stuff. Um, got some custom canine golf balls we're going to give away. Whoa. Canine fatheads, um, jerseys, hoodies. Lots of cool stuff. I'm looking forward to it. And we're going to do it in a fun way, too. Um, you ever watch Marble Races? 
No. You never watched Marble Races? It's no, worth a Google. That is. It's worth a Google. Okay. So basically, there's these people that just carve these like paths in the sand, dirt, or whatever, and they release probably 20 to 50 marbles. And for some reason, you follow a certain marble and you start rooting on that marble. You're like, come on, red marble. Let's go red marble. And they commentate it. And by the time it gets to the end of the race, you're like, ah, man, that was not the one I wanted. They commentate it? It's, it's like so it fun. The marble. the marble races, I'm telling you, it's the new wave of this the future. This cannot like be a thing. It's going to take over cornhole. People think it's crazy that there's cornhole, professional cornhole commentators, et cetera, et cetera. Hello, we've got marble races. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's actually interesting whenever I talk about uh, what I do in the Uber rides. What brings you into town? I commentate yeah. cornhole. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What is that? Yeah, I went on the radio last year. Um, I listened to this syndicated radio show. It's like a morning show called John Jay and Rich. And I went on the show last year because I asked them, you should ask people what they're doing for New Year's because like, People do boring stuff. People do crazy stuff. People do traditional stuff. And I said, I'm going to Myrtle Beach to hang out with ACL Cornhole Pros, the commissioner of the ACL. And I'm commentating on games. And like, that's my New Year's. And so they brought me on the radio to talk about it. And all of them were like, I'm sorry, what? There's a commissioner. <laughs> there's a professional cornhole league. And there's pros. Like, what? And so yeah, I always bring it back in and be like, yeah, we're closing in on $5 million in payouts, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, How about that? That's a, it's like a little bit legit. Yeah, you're in your <laughs> backyard yeah. playing for beers and Smirnoff Ices. We're out here in the big leagues, folks. Smirnoff Ice. That's a pull. Yeah. That that brings me back to the high school days. Zimas? Zimas yeah, with Z- uh, I, grenadine? I, I don't think they had Zimas. When did Zimas disappear? Because I think it's before. Shortly, me. shortly after they arrived. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't Fair around enough. for much, much time, that's for sure. They didn't. They didn't hang out too long. Yeah, bush lattes. Oh my goodness! Right. <laughs> so another thing that I'm bragging about, um, okay, I got to say, it. Trey Ryder uh, sent me that wonderful email this morning. I got approved to go on pro jerseys. So I think oh, I like, have yeah, like canine. Yeah, mean? the canine logo oh. will be on at least three. I think three pro jerseys, but um, not not really allowed to sponsor players this year because we're going to be associated with DraftKings and. Right. Talking about sports betting, and it's going to be kind of interesting. I'm not going to show any more bias, um, which I'm not going to lie. I was pretty biased last year towards my sponsor players. Yeah, yeah, you were, <laughs> 100%. I mean, but it, it paid off. I mean, Ryan Wiedenfeld made me look really good. So He did. That so he, that he did. But, yeah, so some players reached out to me, and they're like, hey, you need to get your logo approved to be on the jerseys. And I said, I was like, well, I'm not really allowed to sponsor anybody this year. And they said, well, I mean, if you're allowed to put your logo on there, I'll do it for you. I'm like, okay. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll just throw the logo out there. If anybody out there wants their logo on the pro jersey, you know, hit me up. I'll send you the files. Or I guess technically they already have the it's files. There. It's a drop, drop down. down. Yeah, yeah, they so. just pick it and be like, look, I'm throwing Wally in my jersey. Yeah, so, yeah, feel free to put that on there. Um, it'd be kind of cool. I don't, I wasn't planning on it, so maybe we can do like a bonus for a podium or something. I don't know. I mean, we'll have to figure out the financial situation, too. If I have all the pros, throw it on there. <laughs> K9 yeah, might go bye-bye. Careful. If you just say anybody <laughs> throw my logo, they're like, I podiumed. Where's my right. money? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. So we'll have to game plan a little bit. It's all new. But, yeah, Carson uh, Getty reached out to me, and he's he's wanting that uh, second-year logo on there. He, he threw it on there last year as well. That's and cool. That, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that season. Um 
But I got to say, man, Carson, he, he's he's turned a new leaf this year. I think having a steady partner for him, he's going to be mm-hmm. he's going to be really, really good. I'm looking forward he's to good. seeing what everybody who rocks the K9 this year can do. Yeah, yeah, and he has been making it, uh, I've noticed, deeper in the brackets when I've been doing my write-ups on the blogs. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking and following runs of people, and, and he's been one of the ones that I'm like, oh, wait, and then that, and then that? Okay, he made it kind of far. Um, so I, those people are standing out to me more since I'm doing those write-ups. Um, it's pretty interesting also to see, like, for example, Mark Richards lose in the first game and then go just run through that elimination bracket. I mean... No wonder he won his bracket. He had, he, I mean, he worked his butt off and then, and then, you know, he was hot, right? He, I think yeah. he played like, I want to say nine games or something in a row. Yeah. I didn't check the round count, but he was definitely probably at the top of the list. Had to be. I mean, and, and I haven't, I'm going to actually go through my rankings today, but today or tomorrow morning, we're going to have, what is it? 356 pros. How many are there? 256. And then the PDC. Oh, and the PDC. I don't know the number with the combined yeah, off the top so of my either head. Either way, over 300 players. I'm going to go through. I'm going to rank them one through whatever. And if you're oh, my God. Once list, you start to get through the yeah. hundreds, I mean, it's all just like, I don't it, know. There's going to be a whole bunch of this is my guy and then a whole bunch of who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> don't take offense. If, if you're low on the list, I just don't know you yet. So make it Yeah, make yeah, scene. for sure. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to go through that. We're also I'm going to release the predictions that i have as far as what the teams are going to look like so i'm going to post once a day and start growing twitter instagram tiktok youtube all that we're ready to roll dude i did some early predictions on my first and second round draft picks like i want to say three weeks ago um and now that i and i and i went off of like obviously stat lists things like that like i looked at last season for example kobe costanza it's obviously a name that we all know Um, not surprising to see him go early in the draft, but I couldn't decide where. And then when I was looking at where he was finishing like last season and, and not just, um, not just like in the college stuff, but like in his opens and things like that, local stuff, I I ended up putting him round one just because it was like, he was so dominant in so many ways, but then this season he's just so quiet. So it's like, I don't even know if I can put him in the first because there's people who are louder who you're seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing what him and Tyler can do. I, I love yeah. Tyler going back to the BG squad. And same. I mean, I don't think I've seen Kobe throw anything else other than that. Yeah. So, that's his jam right yeah. there. Looking forward to it. Those are my guys for sure. Final yeah, thing I'm interested in bragging on before I get to yours is our picks, Michelle. We are killing it. Oops. We are killing it. I mean, that's that something needs, to be bragging about. I mean, that sure. needs to be bragged about. Let's. <laughs> yes, let's go. <laughs> yes, yeah, so. Well, I'll according to my Trey, until we get to Trey the doesn't count, though. It doesn't count until the Nationals. <laughs> I make my picks whenever I see the brackets, and I think Virginia Beach had 848 players total. Yeah, it was uh, a big I think, one. I think I'm right on that number. And for me to get three out of the eight brackets... I was pretty happy with that. And it, yeah. and it wasn't like I was taking Mark. It wasn't obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I took Jeremy Frazier was a huge one. Duncan Clemmer. Yeah. Um, and I, I was happy with my picks. Yeah. No, I mean. And then definitely you, you're hitting on the head. <laughs> definitely something to brag about. I know that like, so I've gotten the last four uh, out of five that I've done for the opens for the opens. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them is like a, eh, 
because I said that Eric Davis, I forget who he was playing with, would win. And yeah. they did, but it was tier two. So was Jake like, Krasinski, wasn't it? Was it Krasinski? I, I think it was remember. Krasinski and Eric Davis. They teamed. They were both looking for partners. It was kind of interesting because of my Facebook timeline. It says, Jake Krasinski, anyone looking for a partner? And right underneath the Eric Davis, looking for a partner. I was like, <laughs> like <laughs> I want to take a screenshot go. and send it to both of them and be like, hey, team up. And they ended up teaming up anyway. Uh, and hey, championships. Yeah, so they made they they won tier two, which is, you know, not exactly what I meant, but I technically didn't say. So we're going with it. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. and we're gonna say that's a win for me. Yeah, and and Vincent Frisch. <laughs> yeah, Vincent Frisch. And Trey picked him, I think, for singles, if I remember right, that I picked him for <laughs> Doubles. So you helped him get blind draw championship and doubles championship, and then Trey jinxed him for singles as well. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's exactly how that went down. Thank you for clarifying for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Um, just so everybody knows, <laughs> definitely worth bragging about. Good call, Wally. I like it. I Me? Like it too. What am I bragging about? Nothing. I've been sick forever. Okay, so I'm bragging about the fact that I am. Not in bed. I'm still fighting it, but I'm not in bed. I am up. I am. I am eating again. <laughs> What's the temperature hungry. like out there? Um, like in the fifties. I see. I'm at that thirty-five to forty stage right now. So there is nothing better than my comforter in my bed. Like I, oh, I, I yeah. live in there right now. Yeah, I, I was so bored. I was going absolutely stir crazy. I finished all of season one and two of Firefly Lane. I finished all the episodes of Too Hot to Handle they have on there, which they haven't released the new ones yet. Um, let's see. I re I rewatched the last two seasons of Gilmore Girls. Um, I'm trying to think. What else did I squeeze in there? I was like, oh, I watched like five Christmas movies on Netflix, of course. I still got to um, get you watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, not my jam. It's got to be. not my jam. Amazing. Yeah, I finished watching Game of Thrones, and I think I'm going to start Yellowstone. Um, Yeah, everybody talks about that show. I don't know if that's my jam either. Same. Um, I got to find out, though. I know. I, mean, I, I watched every... all the Twilights. And, like, I could care less about Twilights and glittery. Vampires. I've not even watched all the Twilights. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be bragging about that. I'm definitely not <laughs> bragging about it, but I'm just saying. I, I watch everything just so I have an idea. I need yeah, to know. Yeah, that's a fair point. All right. That's, that's, that's good enough. Yeah, I, well, I need to know exactly what everyone's talking about. Otherwise, I don't get the references and I feel left out. Fun yeah, and, I, and that's why I've tried Game of Thrones and Walking Dead when that was all the jam and, and these different things. And I'm just not for me. But anyways, that's all we got for our bragging segment. But we have um, two other awesome segments for you today. We are going to be going into some awesome clips, like Wally said, from open number one. And then we're going to have a great interview. So stay tuned for that. See you in the next all right welcome everyone we are super excited to bring our interview in we have Devin Harbaugh with us today last season he finished ninth in singles sixth in doubles with Derek King Um, he's been a beast this season Uh, I don't know if you saw Devin but a certain analyst picked you number one I did see that that? all right for that one yeah so uh, (laughs) welcome to the show Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Welcome um, in. Well, my picks aren't out yet, Devin. Just so you know. <laughs> well, where's Devin on your list, Wally? Yeah, he's not number one. <gasps> <laughs> it's okay. It's I think okay. he's like, he's top five, though, for sure. 
Yeah, I think you, I think you said three. Oh, that's not too shabby. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devin, we wanted to bring you on just because you have had obviously such a strong uh, already start to the season. Um, you've got some exciting news. You've got a baby on the way. Um, you had an awesome finish last season. So we just thought you'd be a great first guest for our show. Um, I guess my first question is uh, going into our first event uh, coming up, which is Myrtle Beach. Um, kind of what are you doing to prepare for that? We've got the open, we've got the draft, we've got the shootout. So what are you doing to get ready for that? Uh, I mean, I'm still continuing to practice every day. Uh, just two or three hours a day I go. We throw, me and uh, Travis Graven, we throw together just about every day. If we don't, I try to throw by myself just to stay loose and keep ready. I uh, play in tournaments on the weekends, and our area down here is pretty tough. So, like, I get good competition on a daily basis. That helps a lot. Are you in Virginia now? Yes, ma'am. Okay, got it. And one thing I was looking at when I was ranking these players is a lot of the statistics in certain areas are higher PPR, lower DPR. Um, and then there's some areas where it's just like a high PPR, and then the DPR is just two point something. It's like, holy cow, how's that going? But for, for whenever you're practicing, do you practice some of these cra crazy shots you're hitting, the nasty rolls or anything like that? Or do you the just kind of throw at the board? Yeah. <laughs> or you, you just kind of throw at the board and see what happens, then you make things up as you go? Uh, I mean, I just try to keep uh, working on consistency, just sliding it down the middle. And, like, if my bag just so happens to stop, then I'll start working on, like, the cool stuff. But, like – so you're basically going for repetition, repetition, repetition. And then when something bad happens, you're kind of like, ooh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. That's when you get excited. Yeah. Like Can it. we talk about the coin slot? <laughs> well, the coin slot was Tony. He has a couple coins of his own, but Devin had the star. Oh, what was the shot that you had, Devin, yeah. that you, you did? It was like something, and you did it accidentally, but it, it wasn't the coin slot. You're right. That was Tony. What was your shot? Uh, I hit an N1 drag for five to win the game. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> I was I mixing you up with Tony. I wasn't necessarily trying to knock his off. I was trying to drag my front one for four to put us on 20 because I felt confident in Vince on the other end. And it just so happened to work out in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, my favorite part of that shot, because I was there commentating that one, my favorite part of that shot wasn't you hitting a shot. It was Vincent's reaction on the other end. <laughs> like You guys couldn't see it on camera, but in person, Vincent just – yeah, <laughs> it didn't awesome. move, just jaw dropped. <laughs> I was like, Wait, is that that's game? Like, oh my gosh, yeah, did you know, you know it's five off the bat. I did not, I didn't know it was five until Vince went to fist bump McGuire saying good game. <laughs> that's when I realized that we won. I was like, Oh, snap, okay. And yeah. what went into the decision process of picking Vincent? He's obviously one of the guys up here where I play. Um, and he's, you know, the California, the West isn't as developed for most people. They don't really know the players here. So how did that happen? Uh, I mean, he was just one of the first ones that asked me. Smart. So I, I had said yes. <laughs> and then the very next day was when Hunter had asked me to play. I said, well, I'm already teamed up with Vince. I'm sorry. So you wow. got to get in early, folks. You hear, hear. Yeah. messages about to be blowing up, Devin. Hey, what are you doing? Wait, are we you doing April? six months from now. <laughs> well, you're throwing with DK this year, right? Yes, sir. So the decision, you guys both had different bag sponsors. 
the decision for which bags you guys are going to throw, does that come down to that day, what you guys are feeling, or do you guys already have a game plan going into it about what you're going to throw? Because Vincent um, usually throws BGs, right? Yeah. And he decided to throw your boardwalkers, and he, he started loving them the further and further that tournament got. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we're going to take it tournament by tournament, and whatever's working that day, that's what we're going to throw. We've already agreed on that. So, I mean... It just, I, I like that. Do you have like an arsenal of bag similar speeds or do you just kind of? I mean, we kind of have with dragon bags and coastal, we have the boardwalker and then they have their carpet bag, which is kind of the same slow side material. So it works okay. out nice. for interchanging back and forth. And that was kind of a controversial decision to partner up with Derek King again this season. What went into your decision making process to, to do that again this season? I mean, we finished sixth last year. I know. So, and but did you see when Anthony broke down the stats of how you guys finished in those doubles matches? And and you know, and no shade to Derek King, he's an incredible player, but how much it was in your favor of, of a lot of that? Yeah, and DK will even tell you last year wasn't hit like wasn't his best year, but I have faith in him. I've got confidence in him on the other end. Uh, I know he's better than what he's shown everybody. And I've got faith he's going to show everybody that this season. I kind of feel like DK got a bad rap last year and even the year before that because he he was at the top of the food chain um, oh, two, yeah. two or three years ago. Then he teamed up with Birchfield, and that was kind of whenever the DK yips came into play. Um, yeah. He had a lot of stuff he had to get over with, kind of rectified his throw a little bit. And then last year, everyone was just kind of watching him and you throw, and like, DK's back, DK's back. And I'm like, give a guy a break, man. He's been elite for a long time, had a couple of situations that most people would not normally recover from. But I think for the most part, he's always been a top-tier player. So oh, sure. I think if you guys get on the same page, which I have no doubt you guys will, it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Awesome. So going into the sponsorship season, a lot of teams are sponsoring together. Um, I was obviously Claudel decided to sign you early. I think he signed you before Worlds, right? Uh, it was right after Worlds. Right after Worlds, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, talk about you know taking on a brand new company, kind of, and being the face for that entire company. And so far, so good. I must <laughs> say, you're making the you're making the bags look really, really well, and Claudel's doing a good job on the designs. I mean, Claudel's a really great guy. I, I love what he stood for when he came to me about the brand and everything. I love what he presented to me. And I knew that he was the person that was going to be able to take care of me at the end of the day. Like, more than just go throw my bags and represent the brand. He's, like, treated me like family since the beginning. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be more fortunate for him. And I love the bags. That goes a long way, too. Yeah, yeah, I think he's done a phenomenal job with Virginia Beach the last couple of seasons. I mean, for some reason, Virginia Beach, right after Thanksgiving, right before Christmas, it almost seems like it kicks off the holiday season for me. So I I look forward to that open. I hope they continue to do something every single year. Yeah, it's been one of the biggest every year, for sure. And what, 848, man, that was awesome to see. Yeah. Was. Now, getting ready for Myrtle Beach, we talked about some of the ways you're practicing and getting ready to play, but what are you doing to prepare for the draft? Uh, I mean, me, Connie, and Matt are kind of like all on the same page. Realistically, we don't really know who we can get the first round because there's 12 picks before us. So, yeah. like, we don't know who's going to be available, who's not. 
Joe's doing a good job at getting things together, like on paper, so that way we don't have to stress about it when we get there. So yeah. he he's been a huge help along the way too. When you yes. get there, do you guys have a voice? Like, who's going to be the voice? Who's going to make the decisions and stuff like that? Or uh, I you guys all working equal parts to make? We're these all picks? gonna we're all gonna work together to make the picks, but I think. I'm going to go like, I'm going to be the one that has to go up and like tell everybody. Mm-hmm. You got volunteered. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll gladly pass it off. Yeah. And then uh, some other strategies that some teams took last year, um, once they started making picks, their decision group got bigger and bigger. So once they had four or five people, now there were four or five people in on the decision process. Is that something you think you might do, or you think you're going to kind of hold it down to the three of you guys and take all responsibility on your shoulders? I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's a team game. I want everybody to get along with everybody on the team and mesh well because that's going to make it a lot further than just picking a team full of a bunch of randoms trying to team them together. I mean, that's essentially what happens in other sports, right? It's a bunch of random people coming together. I have a couple more questions about the team's event, but we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back and continue with that. Okay. All right, welcome back. So we were talking about the teams event, and I'm curious to know. Last season, um, do you feel like the strategies that was used the team that you were on were good, and you want to keep those? Or anything you would change going forward? Like a lot of people went regional. Like some people went looking for double partners. So what's kind of your mindset going in from last season? Uh, I think I'm going to change it up and not to, like I'm going to go for more of the doubles teams as opposed to just putting people together and hoping they work yeah so (laughs) last season actually taught me a lot about the teams and this season it's got much more of a meaning to it so it's pretty cool I'm excited for it and out of the three of you that you have already do you already know who you're playing with out of those three are you looking for your partner uh it depends it honestly depends because I can play with who I who's on the team or I could get my partner I wouldn't mind getting Matthew, his partner, because they play really, really good together. Yeah. So that would be a solid team. Yeah, that makes sense. And there's so many good players. So, like, you could get a steal late in the draft. Maybe somebody doesn't know someone or, like, yeah, so get, late. getting a little deeper, you know, I know I'm probably not going to get the answer here. Have you been offered a trade for your spot? I have. Was yeah. it garbage or was it anything decent? I mean, it was all right. It's garbage. It's garbage. See, I think that's the interesting part of this because we don't really know how teams are going to play out going forward. The only type of trades that you guys are familiar with right now is what you have in front of you at this next draft. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't know who's going to be available. You don't really know if you're trading up to get the same person that you might already be getting in your spot anyway. So that's a risk first reward situation there. But I'm very curious to see who's going to be the first person, who's going to be the first team to break history and get the first trade underway. Or even you could add and drop, right? You could just kick somebody yeah, off your team straight up. Yeah, you could drop somebody to free agency. <laughs> it's cutthroat. Could you imagine being like, oh, I made them on Devin's team. I was the fifth pick. I'm so excited. And then you're, 
Yeah, it's just not going to work out. Or, yeah, or see, I think I'm going to let Joe be the one to break that to the player. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> no, but, well, and we're still kind of in that, in our, in our sport. I feel like we're still at this stage where we're kind of like really cordial with one another, like as opposed to yeah. other sports where you see a lot more volatility. Like we're, we're still kind of tiptoeing around. I say we as if I'm one of the pros, but you guys are like <laughs> kind of tiptoeing around each other a little bit. Like when Jordan Power said what he said, in the match against Mark Richards, like that was controversial for people. Like, and all he said was even the number one player in the world misses, right? Yeah. That's not even that bad compared to other sports, but oh yeah. You know, what's your feeling on that? Like the gentleman's game and how that's going to continue. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. It's, it's not a big deal to me. Like I give it two years. If you can't take <laughs> it, then just don't play. Like, you know what I mean? We'll have our first blow up within the next two years. I'm calling it right now. There's going to be somebody on one end of the board. Sure. You, 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 you. And then next thing, all right, guys, I got a commercial break. Be right back. <laughs> and I'll, I'll still record it and put it in a highlight reel later on. Actually, we'll, we'll break it out here on Bagging and Bragging. That way people have to watch. This will be the controversial show. It does seem inevitable. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's coming. I think it's coming because the, the more and more social media starts playing a part in it, it's going to be a he said, she said world, and it might trickle over the boards a little bit. Well, and teams, right? Because if mm -hmm. it's just you, like it's singles match, like you're saying, I, one person, I'm going to take on this one person. If you have a team behind you, you're like, let's yell at this person. It's just a lot right. more comforting. Right. Yeah, I, I think teams started off really rough um, at the first few nationals. We were kind of all trying to feel out how it's going to play out. And then at the end of the year, at I think Worlds, the ACL it did it perfectly. I think they did it perfectly at Worlds. And then even that broadcast, yeah. um, how they had each match worth a certain amount. I think they're I think they're fine-tuning in the right places. Mm -hmm. So, But Definitely. what is your strategy going into this season? What do you want to finish? And most importantly, who do you not want to let down more, Derek King or the old lady? Mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, I mean, my goal is to just try to finish in the top 10. I want to win something meaningful other than just like a doubles tournament. I'm chasing after that. So. You want the title. Yeah. Big title. <laughs> I'm really working hard for it. So I'm hoping it starts paying off. You said top 10, Devin. You're not going for, t I mean, I would think in, if, Looking at your playing, I would say top five. Like, that would be a reasonable goal. Well, I think top five is pretty much everyone's going for top one, obviously, the top spot. And it's just a matter of one or two breaks that's going to stop you from getting from five to one. Right. And then the letting down, I mean, that's tough because, like, I don't want to let either of them down. I yeah, say. yeah, it's like it's like uh, you only got room for one on that raft when the Titanic sank. You got to kick one off. Because <laughs> <laughs> whenever she watches you, man, she's intense. She makes yeah, me nervous. She gets into it. So she she's been a big help in why I'm where I'm at now. So yeah. like, I'm very fortunate to have her by my side watching as much as I do. I'll let you off the hook. I feel like you are playing – you almost play more for other people than yourself when it looks like it. Like, I can see how much you care about DK on the other end. And, and obviously, you know, you're playing for three now. You got you to step it up. <laughs> you're playing for three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in every sense of the word, like in terms of bringing money home for another human, <laughs> but also um, you got you to gotta, you gotta do well for that baby. So are you excited about being a dad? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting. Yeah, and you guys settle on a name, right? 
Oakley Marie. Oakley Marie. Right. You guys had the ultrasounds and all that, and now yes, sir, everything's it, good to go. Is it building a room, or are you already past that stage? Uh, kind of already past that. Okay. <laughs> I can see it now. We got you know have a diaper party for Devin. And then you got too many diapers, and we're gonna have to take away the cornhole practice area because we gotta fill it up with all baby stuff. <laughs> Babies don't need that much stuff. Well, like it's I just gonna know. take a lot to fill my practice area because I actually practice at the field house where the Virginia Beach Open was at. Oh my oh, goodness! Man. Yeah, okay. you, yeah you know. you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just fine. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, babies don't take up that much space. Like shouldn't they? Don't, like yeah. they don't. I mean, I. I hate to say this, but like they don't do much. So right, the first few months, the first few months, you yeah. should be close. It's really gotten more about the parents opening up Christmas gifts or baby shower gifts or yeah. stuff like that. The baby literally just, you know, they lay in bed, they shit themselves, and they drink baby formula. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, the diaper genie is a must because it yeah. does actually mask the smell, which is nice. But other than that, I mean, <laughs> you can get by. That's a game changer right there. And the right stroller and the right car seat, especially for going from one place to the next. Like, if you don't have to wake the baby, you can move just straight from the car seat to the stroller and keep going on. That's very important. Well, congrats, Devin. Thank you. And good luck this season, man. I expect uh, I expect big things for you. Like I said, I got you in top three. Um, I'm pretty sure I got Mark Richards at number one just because he's trying new things. And then... Early season, obviously, Alex Rawls has a little bit of a bias because he's in everything right now. But uh, they've won more than me. I got something to prove. Well, there you go. You, you got to play with a chip on your shoulder, otherwise, it's no point. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it, brother. Good luck. Thank yeah, you. good luck this season, Devin, and uh, we'll see you in Myrtle Beach real soon here. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right, brother. Bye. All right, it is time for the Hoobie Baggins sex segment of this show. And this is going to be when we talk about sports betting when that comes up. Um, but right now, we don't have anything to talk about on that subject. So Wally went back to open number one and pulled the top five clips from that uh, match. And I'm excited. This is going to be fun. It was quite the chore. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a fun time watching it, but I don't know how you people watch Cornhole for 15 hours or however long you watch cornhole for 15 hours you're there i mean i guess it's different whenever it's like expanded over days and you know there's a little bit of break in between you can do whatever but i watched the entire open non-stop from women's seniors okay, but none of us do draw. that wally i know it, it was so hard <laughs> I fell none of us three watch times. 15 straight hours of cornhole yeah. but no i appreciate everybody tuning in but this is the uh open number one in rock hill south carolina kind of rewind for you guys we got a chance to go back through and pull some clips and i think these are pretty much the top five that i want to talk about Mish. so all right let's go let's go in let's go to start with number five here we go we yeah, got so you pretty much have to go with the number one player in the world on highlight clip, Caden Allen at this time, um, coming off a hot finish in West Virginia last season, going against Alex Rawls was a top three finisher for points, but then boom, Caden, he slams right on top of the pile, pushes it. And I think the best part of that clip for me is Alex's reaction at the end. Whenever, (laughs) whenever Caden hits it, like Alex leading up to the shot. Oh yeah, I didn't go back hard up. 
Okay, so here it is, right here. Yeah, so following. Alex leading up to this block. <laughs> he was happy. <laughs> and then Caden like, is an Alex. Oh. Come on, man. You gotta Give be kidding me, me because the fact that that Alex's bag did not fall is insane. Yeah, I mean, Alex was playing defense with that final shot. There's really nothing he could do as far as offensive production. Yeah. So at this point, you just cross your fingers. Like worst case scenario, he goes in, he takes all three bags, he gets two <laughs> points, and it just sits there. Four points. Yeah, or that. <laughs> all right, here we go. Now we're gonna go into number four. What do we got? Yeah, so what number four. This uh, this yeah, round was setting up pretty. I mean, you can see there's twenty to twenty. So go ahead and pause real quick. We'll talk about this match. Okay. It it was back and forth battle with Jamie Graham and Chad Hunt going against Trey Birchfield and Alex Rawls. And it's only 13 rounds in, so they were throwing haymakers at each other. And both teams had chances to win it. Jamie Graham had a bag just stuck right on the red zone with a chance to win. Wide open hole, chance to go in. He didn't do it. Um, just missed shot. Trey Birchfield was visibly frustrated the entire game. And Alex hits these shots. He says, I'll carry you. I got no problem carrying you. Let's just go. And he, he wanted to get his mind right. So then Chad Hunt, he's just kind of quiet over there. And I keep getting all these notifications in the chat all the time. You guys got to show Chad Hunt some love. You got to, you guys got to know about Chad Hunt. Chad Hunt's really, I like, I know about Chad Hunt, but he hasn't really done anything on the broadcast to kind of be like, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, Chad Hunt. Let's talk until about right, it. Until right here. <laughs> all right. Yeah. This was redemption, I guess, from all of that. Uh, so we got the you know, Chad's bag in the front of the hole with Alex right behind. Alex goes up. He's and not right mad there, about it. He didn't right get there, the. He says that's the best miss possible. The best miss possible. It's okay. His bag's still sitting right in front of the hole, as is Chad's. Chad has to hit backside airmail just to stay in it. Just to stay alive. So he does and hit backside. Does it? Boom! Crowd goes crazy at that moment. Chad Hunt and Jamie Grant end up going on to win the entire tournament. So without that shot right there, there is no championship for Jamie and Chad Hunt. And and definitely Chad Hunt was on the radar now. At least like I was like you. I wasn't someone that was at the top of my thoughts. And after this open, it was like, well, who the heck is Chad Hunt? Whoa, yep. whoa, wait That's a second. You start, you start clicking on the profile pictures and scrolling back to see how many how many yeah. times they're holding up that number one in their pictures. <laughs> exactly. Like, but, oh, okay, this, yeah. this is someone. All right. Let's go yeah, to number Chad, three. Chad definitely All right. earned it. We got I, Jamie I do, Graham, Alex Rawls, 20 to zero. I said, I do want to apologize real quick to Alex Rawls because these first three clips looks like I'm bashing on Alex Rawls. But <laughs> what is going on? This is what happens when you put yourself in almost every single championship match. All right. You're going to be on some highlight you're reels. You're going to be on highlight reels going to get some great shots. And Alex Rawls hits plenty of great shots on his own. Um, I left him in for that last air mill, hitting backside, you know, kind of knocking his bag and staying on. But this one here, I mean, Jamie Graham just. Had a mission, obviously, like we talked about, taking down the doubles championship. Alex Rawls finds himself in his second championship of the weekend, going against Jamie Graham here. And uh, Jamie with a chance to close it out very, very quickly. All right, here, here we go. So you have to also think about, before here we go, you have to think about <laughs> Alex's state of mind right now, down 20 to zero. Well, look at him. He's he's already walking away from the match. Throws okay, it back on the ground. Yeah, he's, he's like, this is going great. This is going great. <laughs> He's this thinking in his head bad. right now. I hope this never goes on to a highlight reel at any point. <laughs> yeah, I hope no one watches <laughs> this ever again. We can just forget it happened. And here, Wally plucks yeah. it out of 15 hours of footage. Millions but, of viewers. But, <laughs> but here we go. All right, so Jamie's got a bag kind of over the hole on the left. Alex has two bags right in front. 
Jamie's bag right now. Alex looking defeated to the side. Jamie goes and boom, hits. He actually does hit Alex's bag. And once again, it does not go in, just like with the Caden Allen one. Yeah, then the final shot there from Alex after that just stopped a little bit short. He hit his bag on the left. Bag in hand doesn't go in the hole. Jamie collects a couple more points right there, takes it down. I can't see at the bottom. Does that say five rounds, four rounds or something? Four. Yeah, so. That's a four. Alex has redeemed himself since then at the last yes. Open. He said, I didn't get shut out this time. And then he actually ends up taking down the entire tournament. So good on Definitely. Alex Rawls for rebounding and not letting it defeat him too much. But Alex Rawls and Jamie Graham, top players. Um, little, Let's talk about Jamie for a little bit. I'm kind of concerned about the arm injury, you know? Dude, I did not know. Like when he said, you know, I, I – Threw the football too much, and so mm -hmm. I was sore the next day. I'm thinking, okay, I've thrown the football too much and had that soreness in my shoulder before. It's never lasted more than a couple days. And let me just point out, Jamie's much younger than I am. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to have that, like, muscle soreness in the shoulder. Like, you worked out too much. It doesn't When you work out at the gym and you're sore, it's 48 hours tops. So then when we were talking about this, and I think it was – Anthony that brought up uh, our Bernie his injury and I'm like wait no it's an actual injury like this is mm -hmm. a, a like he actually hurt his shoulder it's not just sore yeah I think he's talking um, I have to have surgery or something I don't know I can't he's remember the conversation up. we had um at Virginia Beach but um he did really well with Matt Guy and doubles and I was kind of surprised to see how deep they went and then singles I'm not sure if he went 0-2 or 1-2 or what but I mean, if it's definitely playing a factor like that, better to get it taken care of now than too deep into the season. I mean, yeah. you, could still, you could still win a world championship coming out as the 150th seed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so, no, you can. But, the, I mean, this is going to make room. I mean, we talk about how difficult it is to make that top 10. But if we're mm -hmm. taking Jamie Graham out of the top 10, like, that leaves room for someone. That, that definitely changes things up. Yeah, I, I don't even know. I, I'm pretty sure I left him in my top 10 just because I do think he is probably the most talented player <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, in the world. Um, but I, I mentioned earlier that I put uh, Mark Richards at number one, just because Mark is learning the new bags and yeah. he's trying new shots that he didn't have last year. So if you give Mark Richards what, more shots, what we got six, no, seven, eight months to practice, you know, new shots and stuff like that. I think he's just going to be elite. And then Alex, Alex is just continuing to do what he does. Yeah. Alex is probably yeah. the most consistent player. 100%. Uh, yeah, well, not according to this clip, but yes. <laughs> well, I not promise this, no more Alex Ross clips the rest of the way. <laughs> no, number two, let's go to number two. Who do we got here? All right, we got the cutest little player I've ever seen in the world. Hey, did you see what I titled this clip? Uh uh, <laughs> I said it's titled Great, another good 12 year old. Oh my god, is he 12? <laughs> I think he's 12 from what oh they were god, saying. Oh my god, he's so itty bitty. But Cute. Same situation here going into this match. You know, I was like, all right, I don't know who Aiden Claxton is, but this is for a blind draw, um, I believe, bracket. Okay. And Aiden Claxton has great composure. I kind of left this clip a little bit long because you'll see his composure. You'll see his form is pretty consistent he, on every release. He takes his time. Mm -hmm. You know, and, kids uh, usually are like speed racers when they play. Right. Yeah. But I, I do like the release I've seen out of him. Um, a lot of these clips that I went through this uh, last for the first open, I noticed a lot of young players have the same composure problems. Whenever mm -hmm. things are going great, they're on cloud nine. But the 
first little fraction of something Mm -hmm. goes wrong, they start getting a little frustrated and things start to unravel. So I like to see the young talent. I don't like to see it at a, at a potential skill level that's better than mine. Um, but I guess I'm just kind of at that point now. Where I have yeah, to that's going to keep happening. Yeah. So sorry, but the 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 composure he has is impressive. And also, can we talk about Trey Birchfield winning with kids? <laughs> like, what's, yeah. you know, he's like got a track record for this now. He's like the kid whisperer, you know. He's he, the kid whisperer. Yeah. yeah so All right. Let's he, let's he's watch got, Aiden. What, both both Gores and now Aiden. Yep. And Alex X too. So Aiden goes up for the airmail, hits it, no problem. Yeah, first shot. Just smooth going back to the board to even grab the bag, too. And then there you go. There's the blood in the water shot. Normal normal player, or me, I'm going board here. I already got my three points. Yeah. I don't need to try anything crazy. I already got my three points. He's like, nah. Fearless. Boom. Almost hits that one again. Stay yeah. on slick side. So I'm pretty sure he he's like, well, the game's over, but I want to go and grab it. And then again, he's up big on this round. Yeah, guys only does not two. have to go for this airmail. And yeah, seven yet. on two, and he does it again. So and he almost dragged it. He's just a little bit to the left of the bag. Yeah, the gusto. The gusto. I love it. Gotta love it. All right. Ready Are for you... the number one? Do we have a drum? You have side effects. We got a drum oh, roll. Oh, man. I don't even know if I can hear it. Um, let's see. Okay. This could be an epic fail. Yeah. Well, this might be on the blooper reel. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. Is this it? You had all these sound effects you were playing. Oh, that's all that'll work. All right, here is we it, go. Number one. <laughs> that, that one didn't make any sense. That's the only drum I got. <laughs> that's like when you tell a bad joke. It's not what we're looking for for the number one clip. That's what I do. <clears throat> a lot of bad jokes. All right, here so we go. Alec Ryan and David Ryan. Let's go ahead and pause real quick and talk about the unfortunate side of this clip. Alec Ryan and David Ryan, father son, teaming up this year. Alec Ryan, obviously making a strong case for that number one pick going into teams. A lot of people, I think it was Anthony, put him number one Mm -hmm. uh, with Jimmy Eumann's team taking him. And his his dad on the other side, David, doesn't normally throw these cannons, but he throws slick side only on these cannons, and he's doing very, very well. I think he likes throwing faster bags. But I'm looking forward to this team just because I think how cool it would be if, you know, my dad were still around, if me and my dad could do something like this. Yeah. I'll never forget whenever my dad showed up, uh, first tournament, and like it was the first time he ever saw me play. He's like, "My son's pretty good." I, I finished third in that tournament, so we had a nice run. You know, I was throwing with Louis Stumpy. He's uh, one of the local legends and uh, nice guy. Went up to my parents, talked to him all the time, stuff like that. And my dad was first time he saw cornhole, first time he saw how good I was, and he just kind of looked around the room and he didn't say it. Well, that was my dad was proud moment. You know, he what was I mean? impressed. He yeah. was impressed. So. Alec and David here are playing for their bracket against, uh, was it Jeremiah and Garrett? Garrett. It's kind of hard to see with the pause, I think. But yeah, Jeremiah and Garrett. And I'm like, I have no idea who these guys are. Never heard of Jeremiah. And I think I've seen Garrett walking around the building before. Uh, Obviously, both good throwers, top 100 jerseys on. But I'm looking forward to Alec and and David um, going with Ryan, not Ryone this year. They... They corrected me on it. So Alec Ryan and David Ryan, see what they can do as father-son team. But Jared and Jeremiah and Garrett are now on my radar after this, this performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you got it muted there, uh, but they just said the PPR is going into this round, and it's round 18. And I believe yes. Garrett was throwing like an 
Yeah, it was, it was in the 11s. I remember that. Yeah, going into this round. And then the shot that Garrett's going to hit that you're going to see here, this is the second time he hit it this match. The previous round, he hit the same exact shot. And during this commentating, Jake even says, if he hits the shot one more time <laughs> or something like that. And, yeah, and yeah. Then you'll see here he does. It's For me, this bag is out of play. But for Jeremiah, it's a it's a championship for the bracket to go to the finals. I mean, isn't it crazy to even think like when, once you see the bag that he goes after, like the fact that your mind says, A, I think I can get that. And then mm -hmm. B, have the confidence to be like, oh, no, I can get that. Like, just the thought to get it is is one thing, but. Yeah, the good replace right there from David forces uh, Jeremiah. I say Gary all the time, my bad. Jeremiah's bag out to the side, but then it, it bites himself right there. Yep. And there's only a, maybe a 5% chance of grabbing this bag and again <laughs> hits it. It's not even hanging over the hole, really. It's got like the teeniest, tiniest sliver of a bag. It's not a corner. It's the side of the bag. It's just barely over the hole and like spins it in. Yeah, and I like this pause moment too, right there, because you see uh, David's face <laughs> it reminds me of that little sound bite. It was at this moment he realized he had messed up. <laughs> Game is over. Game is over. But Jeremiah and Garrett um, showed me something. They are on the radar. They're going to be in some highlight clips. Looking oh, yeah. forward to seeing how this season shapes up, and not just with the pros. I want to see the no names. Who are you guys? You're out there. You're throwing bags on a regular basis. You're paying all this money to go to these opens, these nationals. I want to see you guys here on the Who Be Bagging segment. Absolutely. You know, your local areas know you, but we want to expose you to the rest of the world. So we're looking forward to see what you can do at these events. And, uh, you know, you keep bagging out there and we'll maybe get you on here. I'm excited yeah, there, about there's it. Gonna be, there's going to be some segments going forward in the future where um, – We'll have you guys send in clips, and I'll edit those down as well, and you have a chance to get on as well. If not here, then maybe on YouTube or something. But um, this is pretty much the show, guys. We 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 did it, Mish. We we kind of got through it, I guess. <laughs> it's a little clunky for our first one, but <laughs> we'll we'll smooth it out. All right, give us yeah. just give us another week or so. We'll we'll get it down. But yeah, we got interviews. We got sound effects. <laughs> get those. Hey! And uh, it's just going to get better, guys. Trust us. You guys know we put in a lot of work. Thank you. Yeah, we, we put in a lot of work. We're looking forward to it. And thank you guys for all the support. Everybody sharing and liking the post whenever Trey announced that we're doing this. That's when it got real for me. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that post was coming. I didn't either. <laughs> so it's so like, I was like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess we're doing this thing. Why is everybody tagging me on Facebook right now? All right. <laughs> All right, Wally. Well, that is it for this week, and then we will see you guys all next time. There you go.